Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you, we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Coming to you live from behind enemy lines in Chirac, Illinois. What's good, fam? Good to see you guys out there today. Hope all is well. It is... Hi. What's today? <laughs> Tuesday? Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday, December 7th. Uh, I knew that. Um, it's great to see you guys working your way in here today. Hope all is well. I got an action-packed all kinds of interesting things happening in the world today. You, I hope you guys hang out for today. Uh, there is a lot of very, very, very interesting things. I don't know the significance because, you know, these things are happening real time right now. And I'm not going to try to make judgments on stuff that I don't really know everything about around the world. I'm just going to let you guys know a sequence of events that has been happening recently that is extremely intriguing, to say the least. It, it just seems like we are watching a movie. I don't freaking know, dude. Maybe it's just that we're so in tuned to the narratives now that we can just kind of see right through what they're trying to program us with, right? Maybe it's not necessarily, you know, it is a movie. Maybe it's just, it's been like this our whole lives, but now we see it for what it is, um, how programmed and how controlled the information flow in our world is. And, um, you know, the best part about it has been, has been marching side by side with all you great patriots out there. 
doing our own version of citizen journalism and, to, and talking about the important things that we see happening out there in our lives and people's lives all around the world. Uh, the vast majority of, uh, of our world is a lot of great people out there, man. And it's been an amazing time to, um, to get to know all of you and experience all of this with you and, and uh, go through this journey with you guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun going into next year. Um, I hope you guys stick with me going into this year. I, I understand I've been getting a lot of feedback about uh, my time slots and keeping people informed and stuff. And I'm, I guess I'm acting like a, a spoiled brat kid. You know, who's like, um, who, who the only thing, you know, like a two year old, right. Where, where you can only, you can only control so many things in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like I can control, well, basically nothing in my life right now. The one thing that I can control is if I want to sleep in a little bit late, get up around two, lounge around till about three, <laughs> go have breakfast at Cracker Barrel and listen to some Christmas music at four, uh, that sounds kind of good to me because <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, it's the one thing in my life I can control is, is, um, you know, that, right. And unfortunately you guys get the bump side of that because <laughs> I'm not keeping them informed with you guys. I'm not letting you guys know what's happening. And I apologize for that. I will do better. Let me get back into the grind again here. Let me, um, the holiday season is just rough, man. So I'm just I'm just trying to get through December here. And so stick with me. Keep an eye on my social media. Um, I'll announce every time I have an idea of when I'm going to be going live. I'm going to try some different time slots throughout this the rest of this year. Uh, maybe a couple earlier time slots around 2 o'clock Central. Uh, going back to, again, I'll do a couple weeks right at 4 Central to, to in the next couple weeks here. Uh, so that time slot will be, will be back. And then... Um, and then going into next year, we'll, we'll see, we're, we'll see. I'm not, you know, I'm going to start getting some interviews lined up and maybe uh, we'll do, you know, interview, just an interview uh, centric show, or we'll just do an hour and have a discussion with somebody. Um, and then I might do also do like another hour show that day where if there's something breaking or something like that, if there's something happening in the world, I'll just drop it in social media. Hey, go on live real quick to talk about this or that. So that's what I'm going to be going to be doing going forward. I'm going to be giving you live news briefs and stuff like that and live interviews and then continuing with this kind of platform too, where I just, you know, if there's a, if there's a flood of stuff that's happening out there that you guys need to see, then we're going to spend as much time as we have to doing it. So that's kind of what I think I'm going to with the show going into the future here. In the meantime, Stay patient with me. I understand that the different time slots and all that stuff is, is a pain in the ass, but you can always catch the replay by bookmarking uncensoredave.com. So do me a favor when you get a chance. Go straight to uncensoredave.com. Bookmark the website so you know that you have it uh, booked. You can always figure out the foxhole pill.net and it's always worth playing that again i forgot to turn it off uh so yeah the, the website uncensoredave.com you can find the podcast on there if you want to get uh, if you want to do something to, to listen to while you're doing on your daily drive or you're doing your daily chores or whatever uh you can always watch the pot listen to the podcast you can find that on podbean iheart apple google spotify every platform out there just search uncensored dave you'll be able to find the podcast telegram two social links are at the very top and i'll be adding my twitter feed to the to the top of that i'm working on that uh twitter twitter you know, the best part about Twitter is if you put an intriguing question or sentence into somebody who's like trying to figure something out about something and they're like a respected mind, 
you get a lot of good feedback from people that I respect in the community too. So that's pretty cool to see again. Uh, the, I miss the interactions. Like I used to be followed by like the Claremont Institute and, and George and Greg Eastman or, uh, Mr. Eastman, I forgot his first name, excuse me, but but I used to be followed by some of the top in the Tea Party and in the Republican movement on Twitter, and so I interacted with them all the time and helped, you know, um, helped form my uh, opinions on stuff and helped uh, policy stuff, too, so I'm kind of looking forward to getting back into that grind on Twitter again. It's just uh, freaking Twitter. I just wish I could have my old Twitter back. Be done with it, but whatever. UncensoredAve.com, you can watch the show directly from the website. Find a little bit about me. I'll get my merchandise fixed one of these days. I don't know. You want to wear a shirt with my face on it? I don't know. It sounds kind of weird. Uh, maybe I'll do some other stuff, though, with, with uh, merchandise going into next year. That's the plan on that front for sure. Uh, I need to put that on my list. I should make notes while I'm live. I lost all my little notepads. Anyways, you can watch the live show usually every day, Monday through Friday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central. We'll figure that get back out here, like I said, here going to the future. Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are where you can find those live streams as well as Facebook. YouTube hates us, banned us, so be it, screw them. Previous two shows you can always watch from the website. And I'm not, I, I can't get them to pop out, so you have to watch them in sight, which is kind of a pain in the ass. So give me some feedback on the website. If you watch anything from the website, if it's okay the way it's set up the way it is, uh, let me know what you guys' feedback on the website is. Most popular shows and stuff that you need to see from the past, live mobile events, live real rallies, sort of decertify rallies, all that good stuff, important interviews from the Reawaken Tour, all that stuff still up on the website. I should change that stuff up. I don't know what I should change it to. Anyway, Anyways, uh, if you want, help me keep the lights on. I got the lights kind of adjusted today. It's still not where I quite where I want it. I'm going to have to keep playing with these lights here. Uh, every single day I mess with them, and they, I, they're, they're just not quite where, right where I want them. But I'll, I think I'm going to make one change maybe. Uh, going into tomorrow and change a different light. But anyways, if you want to help keep those lights on, Cash App, PayPal, Patreon. Thank you all the Patreons uh, for your support for the past five years. I appreciate you all very much. And Buy Me a Coffee is a new favorite one because it is a uh, it is a Patriot-friendly platform. And so if you'd like to buy me a coffee, the link on the website is right there as well. Thank you very much. And the link to the to the Uncensored Abe or the, the My Pillow Abe as well. You can find all that on the website right there. Facebook, True Social, and Gabble. I'm going to reorganize the website one of these days, maybe tonight if I can figure out a way to just chill and get work done, right, Fallen? Uh, one of these days I'll be able to focus on stuff that I want to get done. And <laughs> Jay, thank you for uh, for the coffees this morning. Prayers up for you, Alan, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, many of you have been sending me morning prayers and appreciate that. I've been, first thing I do in the morning is go look to True Social and find the first prayer and say it to myself. So thank you all for continuing to tag me and send me on the prayers in the, in the morning. Appreciate that very much. And PDX Patriot, again, thank you yesterday. I appreciate that very, very much as well. Much love to all you guys out there. I see you all getting your way, your way in here. Rumble crowd worked your way in first. You guys are way ahead of the curve over there. Thank you guys for coming in, lurking and listening. I appreciate you all very much. God bless you all. Uh, I know that you all are great patriots as well. I appreciate you all being here. Ohio Kimmy with the first cookie in the house. Thank you very much on pill.net. I got to remember pill.net, foxhole.app. It's, it's so ingrained in my head, but if I just got to stick to pill.net, I think we just get it out there with pill.net. It's the best way to go. But the foxhole is where it's at. Come hang out. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's a pretty cool platform. Bitch Toria, thank you for being here. The Fallen Ones in the house. Much love, brother. Hope you're doing all right, man. If you need, uh, if you want to chat anytime, uh, just me and you, let's do that sometime too. I can give you my number, man. I wouldn't mind having some some one-on-one -on -one discussions with you, with you, bro, if you don't mind. Uh, it's up to you. Karen Hare's in the house. Matt1776, what's up, brother? Thank Thank you for uh, everything you do, and you've been extremely um, 
helpful to me and this platform and everything. And I, to be able to have your ear, man, it just means a lot to me. And I try not to bug you. I try not to do anything, you know, send you any messages. But I am seeing that weird kind of interaction with different platforms. If I have too many things open at once, you'll see like YouTube get like a priority over the foxhole, I think is what's happening there. I was trying to... I've been trying to analyze what's happening, bro, to see if I can figure out if it's something in the program or if it's something in something else that's happening out there. And I think you know, Matt, how uh, YouTube and some of these other ones, they get priority porting through internet routers. So if your internet, you know, is is trying is having a lot of data coming in, the first one it's going to take is the priority routed one, and that's YouTube. So I think that's what's happening there. If you have multiple things open at once, in the foxhole is, is is giving you problems, just close it down to just the foxhole, or just have a device dedicated to just having the foxhole on for your sound, and then you won't have a problem there. If you want to watch it on your other streams and stuff like that, uh, that's usually the problem that I'm seeing. So that if you see that out there, uh, keep an eye on that and let us know too. If you hear that, if you see anything like that on your front too, you know, YouTube and telegram and, uh, Facebook and Twitter, like I'll have, I'll be sitting here right. And I'll have a stream up, a Twitch up, a telegram up and all of my social media up kind of going through everything. Right. And then I also, I'll have like all my website stuff up, update my website, the podcast, right? Like I got tons of crap going on at once. So but but the only program or the only thing that happens is Foxhole gets in, interfered with by all these other programs because they get that priority internet routing. I think that's what's happening. So um, keep it down to just you're, you're just the Foxhole if you guys have problems out there. Anyway, that's what I think was happening. Uh, let's see here. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Plate was full in the house, and Golden Lady, thank you very kindly uh, for the for the for the lunch today. Actually, the the late lunch and the ship today as well. Uh, Golden Lady, you are very generous to to all of us out here, and it's it's um, without people like you in this, I just keep saying my hair just stood up on my arm. Uh, thank you for the prayers, whoever that was. I appreciate that. Um, without people like you and all of you great patriots out there, just spreading the word. If you could just tell somebody to come hang out with us, man. You know what I'm saying? Just just say, hey, if you want to you want to see a, a, a series of news things that no one else is going to tell you about in a, in a matter of an hour or two. I realize you all can't hang out for the whole time, but I got 30 tabs up today and they're all extremely interesting stuff happening all around the world, especially when you put it together into a show like I'm going to give you like today. So I keep calling it a show, but whatever it is. Anyways, much love and thank you guys for all being out there. Reasonable TV, P2P podcast, DSN, Montana freeze live right now on pill.net. Uh, Jason Walls, there's a new name I haven't seen before. Uh, Red Pill Project, he's a Josh is a great patriot. Mr. C is in the house. NPC show, Good Dog, Loyal to the Foil, Brooks Agnew. I mean, there is no shortage of different presentations and different uh, shows over here on the Foxhole and Pill.net. If you haven't checked it out yet, just check it out sometimes. Just if you're if you're bored out of your mind, you got nothing else to do, you're sick of all the other social media platforms. The place to be is the Foxhole. I'm telling you, you're gonna find a great group of patriots and a lot of fun uh, out there so for sure. So there you go. Uh, Mary, yes, I am still censored on Twitter as well. I had to start a new Twitter account because <laughs> I know I'm not going to get my other one back because, uh, well, I listened to Elon Musk carefully and it doesn't sound like I'm getting mine back. That's why I said, uh, uncensor anons to Elon. Um, but anyways, we'll get to, we'll get to talking in about some of that in a little bit here. Let me check in with the other platforms and make sure I welcome you all in here in case I missed any of you. 
MX Banker in the house. You lost all your followers. Figures. MX Banker. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'll, uh, I haven't, I, my Twitter is going to be just used for research purposes only. I'm not going to be following everyone back. Just so you know, I need to have, I want to have a limited feed on my Twitter so I can go to it, check in to see what's going on. Nothing. Okay. I'm out. Right. So that's my plan for Twitter going forward. So just FYI on that front, um, truth will be more of my, uh, you know, interactive platform for sure. Uh, so thanks for being here. Sausage launcher and Nansen Nana knows a great crowd over there on rumble today. Do me a favor, hit that plus button, thumbs up button, button, whatever device you happen to be using. Thank you guys for being here today. God bless you. All. I hope you guys are having a great day today. Jane's in the house over there on Twitch. Kawasaki kid. I, I, I he was the one that was giving me feedback. I can't figure out what time you're going. That's cause I'm flying all over the place, man. I'm flying by the seat of my pants and only with your thoughts, loves and prayers are you guys helping me get through this. So thank you all very much. Appreciate you guys and everyone else over there on Twitch today. Much love. I hope you guys had a great day today. I have uh, Fineo live on my big screen over there watching the restream of his show to sit, or his uh, stream today. Man, that dude is just a grinder. And someday, someday he's going to break through in what he does and when he does. I'm going to be the one that reminds you guys. Fineo Live is something you guys need to be watching. If you're just looking for a cool hangout stream every day, he's out there fishing, grinding it every day, streaming it all for all you guys. He's got Starlink, so he's offshore catching all kinds of crazy stuff. Crazy shit happens every day. I love his stream, so I'm watching him in the background over here. So um, watching fishing, wishing I was fishing. I should go play it for you guys. It's a great tune by uh, Aaron Lewis. It seemed like he just completely ad-libbed that, didn't he? Fam, if you listen to uh, Aaron Lewis's new tune, it seemed like he just kind of was just sitting there jamming and just sung it live. <laughs> That's what it seemed like to me. Uh, excuse me for a second. Let's see. D-Live crowd. What's good over there? <clears throat> excuse me. I see you guys over there hanging out today. Appreciate that very much. Much love to you all as well. So that's that. Let's get to it. How's that sound? You want me just to uh, hop straight to it here? We can do that. Thanks, guys, for being here today. I hope you guys are having a great day. Let's start. Let's see. Where should we start? Uh, let's see here. Um, so, uh Yep, not that. Always, oh, I see what happened. My OBS is always, always, and always driving me nuts. Driving me, ah, oh, there we go. In Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day address, Kamala Harris urges the nation to not forget January 6th. Today, Babylon's be as we in remembrance of, of uh, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day today. Washington, D.C., in a powerful Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day addressed to the nation, Vice President Camelto Harris urged Americans to take some time to quietly remember January 6th. Pearl Harbor was bad. They dropped bombs on big boats, but January 6th was even more badder, said, said Harris in her speech. They did an insurrection, an insurrection on the government, and we almost became a Nazi country. Remember it? We'd also remember the passage of, of time is very significant. It will never make January 6th go away from our hearts. Amen. The administration observed a moment of silence and lowered the flags to half-staff in remembrance of that day that will live in infamy. Let us now observe a moment of silence. Remember AOC, who died several times that day. Remember the bloodshed and the carnage. Remember that our democracy, which was almost murdered. And also Pearl Harbor, too. And remember January 6th more. I love space. It's big. Kamala con con concluded. 
Biden also attempted to address the nation, but was pulled off the stage when he started telling a story of how he fended off thousands of bloodthirsty ultra MAGA at the Capitol with nothing but a rusty switchblade. <laughs> uh, Babylon B kicking our Wednesday evening off today. And next, we go to General Flynn and Pepe Lives Matter for a little reminder for myself, if you don't mind, a selfish reminder of where we are, where we've been, and where we're going. General Flynn, in a new op-ed today written in americasfuture.net, America's Future launches Project Defend and Protect Our Children to Eradicate the Exploitation of Trafficking of Children in America, America's Future Incorporated announced that it will stand up to one of the nation's most aggressive and comprehensive initiatives to eradicate the exploitation and trafficking of children with its launch of Project Defend and Protect Our Children, PDPC, as part of its mission to protect the individual rights of all Americans, including children, and promote strong American families as the cornerstone of the survival of our communities and the republic. The announcement was made before hundreds of America's future supporters and donors yesterday on December 6th and its 76th anniversary celebration at the Mar-a-Lago Club hosted by Lieutenant General Flynn, as you saw yesterday, dressed in some rather wonderful-looking Revolutionary War garb, I might add. Children, um, quote, children hold the promise of dreams of the future of America, said Mary O'Neill, executive director of America's Future. Yet thousands of children are inflicted by unimaginable pain and suffering in our society today through trafficking, neglect, exploitation, and abuse that goes unabated. This must end if our nation is to survive. America's Future is initiating this project to end this tragedy. We urge all Americans to join us in taking a stand and speaking up. Every child has a right to be nurtured, protected, defended and to always feel safe. When children cry out for help, we must not let them down. PDPC will be overseen by the Little Flower Advisory Board, branded as such with a single white rose representing a delicate nature of a precious life of a child, and include acclaimed experts and leaders in professional areas of the protection and rescue of exploited and trafficked children, investigative journalism, law, policy development, and business. Members of America's Future PDPC Little Flower Advisory Board of Experts include Lara Logan, Bazel Baz, Jacobuyans, Linz Piper Loomis, and Liz Corkin, among others. The expert team of advisors will focus PDPC's work in the areas of education and policy development, law and research, and media production and communications to achieve the following objectives. One, expose the causes and truth of trafficking, neglect and abuse infected on children by predators, including cartels crossing into our country through open border, open Southern border, selling children for sex and slave labor to government agencies and NGOs that are too often willing partners in the neglect of our children in their care to schools, exploiting children by forcing curriculum in classrooms that defy morality and decency to politicians and policymakers whose failure to act allows the nightmare of horrors imposed on our children to escalate in America. Two, educate the public with facts to raise awareness on this tragedy requires a nationwide response starting in our communities and states. And three, eradicate child trafficking and the exploitation of children in America once and for all. I will be doing to see what I can do, what I can to help this project. 
As part of the project strategy, America's Future intends to expand its National Champion Leaders Network in 2023 and dedicate force committed with a dedicated force committed to advancing the project's goals and objectives. Moreover, America's Future PDPC will conduct a historic review of policies and laws at local, state, and national levels to identify the disaster of our laws in this country, excuse me, that are not enforced or no longer serve the welfare and well-being of children so as to create change or establish new policies and laws that truly benefits children, including using the legal system as necessary. Excellent. Please get our best and brightest lawyers to start going after these garbage laws in these states and holding uh, these DAs that aren't uh, doing their jobs accountable. That would be great. Quote, no single organization in the nation has taken the comprehensive approach to educating the public about the tragedy of child trafficking and exploitation in all environments or gathered a team of experts necessary to take the scope that, that this initiative requires, said O'Neill. America's Future PDPC will work has already commenced. Our team of experts and advisors uh, are in the field, and we will not stop until the reprehensible horrors of child trafficking and exploitation ends, period. Excellent, excellent, excellent. This is what I like to see. Leading the way and showing us how it's done. Getting to, putting an organization of people together who are who have been trying to raise awareness about this stuff for a very long time. Um, I should put up, uh, I'll go find, in fact, I'll do that tonight. I'll put up, put up the interview I did with Yako Bullions. Um, we had a great discussion, what, three years ago, bro? Um, something like that. Uh, I, I can't remember how long ago that was now, actually. Jeez, everything is is a blur at this point. But anyways, I would love to definitely have Yako Bullions on, and I'll definitely have Liz uh, on with you guys. And we'll spend some time with them to talk about this, and we'll talk about uh, what we can do you know, with our team of, uh, of warriors to raise awareness on the front, to help in any kind of way possible. You can become a member. You can subscribe to the newsletter and also the latest news of all the stuff from America's future.net. It's probably, you know, it's, it's a, for me, you know, if you're looking for something, right, if you're, if you, if you, if you need a direction, this is a perfect opportunity for anyone out there. That's like, all right, I'm going to go all in on this and I'm going to figure out what I can do to help General Flynn and um, and America's Future Incorporated become successful with this. So there you go. Let me get this link out there to all the different platforms. And if you want to grab that, you can. MX Banker, thanks for the straight talk and not hoping I'm like much of the other grifters out there. Laugh out loud. Thank you, MX Banker. I mean, I've, I've, I've whenever I've been wrong, I've been trying to admit it and I've been trying to guide people without all of that, but in some cases it may be necessary. I don't know, man. I'm not a psychologist, so I just stick to what I do. <laughs> Maybe it's necessary for some. I don't know, but there you go. There's that link out there for you guys. If you want to grab that americasfuture.net, or you can just type that into your browser and find your way there as well. All right. Wusa. <sighs> Philly. 369 Garden. Thank you for the cookie. Cheer. Thank you for the can. Cheers. Poip is full. And Sean Joe. Thanks, guys, for the uh, gold pills out there. Much love. All right. Keep it moving to this. That's not what I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to that. All right. So Pepe Lives, Pepe Lives Matter. I had a chance to meet him and talk to him and give him a hug and shake his hand and kind of hang out with him for a little bit. And, again, just like everybody else I met, I mean, I am not a... 
you know, if, if someone's being very deceptive when you first just meet somebody in a social scene, I'm usually don't catch it right away. You know, most people probably don't. So that said, um, everybody that I met at the pit was, um, very genuine, very, um, focused and, you know, see the problem for what it is. And, uh, we're all God fearing patriots in my opinion. Um, Pepe lives matter. All no bullshit aside. That's what I think. I think everybody that was there is, uh, is moving the country in the right direction. But anyways, thrive in the transition. Pepe lives matter has a new Substack that he wrote for badlands media. And I'd like to read it. I haven't actually read it yet, but, uh, I really, I, you know, some people, you just kind of feel their energy, you know what I mean? And you see the energy that they are putting out the, in the world. And Pepe Lives Matter has some a really cool energy and, um, you know, flow about him. Bad Lads Media, it is uh, Thrive in the Transition, an appeal to calm in the chaos from Pepe Lives Matter today. All right. At this moment in history, the awakening, the awakened the awakening mind needs encouragement and faith more than ever. Without it, the black pill, doomers reframe, and defeatism can embed themselves deep into the psyche. And once it does, it often refuses to let go. This cannot be allowed to happen. We are witnessing a near consistent bombardment of information designed to bring others into contact with their red pill moment. And that is not always what the individual patriot is meant to digest on a daily patriot on a daily basis. Excuse me. Thus, Taking the eagle-eyed view might be your only true reprieve as we transition through these dire times. Cultivating that view should be one of your own core priorities, or else the noise of the day-to-day -day news could drown out your hope until it becomes too difficult to defend your emotional well-being. This macro viewpoint is why I've been such a proponent of feeding ourselves with more than just the same precipice narratives designed for the normie and the half awake. We do not need to continually risk our own mental health by incessantly reporting what is not always meant for you, the awakened patriot. Yes, these negative reality realities persist in our world and they need to be addressed. But there are also beautiful moments happening all around us. And your ability to see and focus on those moments that uplift you is imperative for mental and emotional survival in this barren season. This is why I am writing this to you today because not every season you pass through is destined to feel satisfying. Sometimes you're simply going through a transition, leaving something behind in order to reach something new. On one hand, you can't give up the promises and faith you have for the good that might come into your life. But on the other hand, by living in the tension of not being where you want to go, you risk upending all of the progress you've made on this journey. There's a way to thrive in that transition, and it's about having the right mentality and the right expectations. By applying this mindset, you'll be less likely to give up on your belief that the world will be blessed and for, for God to come through for you in your personal life and for patriots to ensure a bright future devoid of globalist elites hell-bent on and destruction. Anon's 
Citizen Journalist and the Awakening Collective cannot give up now. After all we've been through and after learning the truth about the world, after all, a barren season where we wait for the masses to reach their own red pill moments is not one to be thrown away lightly. If you think that God is wasting this moment in your life, you are mistaken. Trump told us in 2020 in his 2024 announcement speech that we had not yet reached the precipice. He said it quite plainly, in fact. Not enough are awake. That's what I heard, too. Once the people awaken, there will be unity and breakthrough. This transition time for the weary Anon has become less about digging into information and more about digging deeper into God, or at the very least, into faith in something more. Without faith... It's all, it almost seems impossible to ascertain the light at the end of this tunnel. When Trump was in office, all felt well. Yes, they were fighting Trump tooth and nail, but we never doubted our inevitable victory. As we transition into the fog, doubt has overcome many. The masses absolutely required this red pill enema, but the Anon already understood the evils we face. The corruption seems so blatant because the unveiling is a prerequisite to the plan truly being implemented. And rest assured, there is a plan. But how can Trump continue to tell everyone that the best is yet to come while simultaneously telling us, telling us all that World War III is imminent and that we are essentially up against anything, uh, up against something unbeatable? Let me try that again. But how can Trump continue to tell everyone that the best is yet to come while simultaneously telling us all that World War III is imminent and that we are essentially up against something unbeatable? If the best wasn't to come, then our fight would truly be futile. Maybe the truth then is, is that World War III precipice messages aren't designed for us, but rather for the unconvinced spectators beginning to question things going down on their, going down their own rabbit holes. Do you honestly believe the 2020 pandemic didn't backfire on them in tangible ways? Without this powerful example of tyranny and their agenda, many of you wouldn't even be reading these words today. Instead, you saw and felt that something was not right in the world. You began to research for yourself as you sat at home isolated for a virus with over 99% survival rate and a cure. And once you began to question things, you simply could not stop digging. This is why you're here, and that is a stage all reachable people need to reach. Not every red pill is going to sink in with each person in the same manner, but once the truth latches onto you, you are akin to Neo opening his real eyes for the first time in the Matrix. Once a mind awakens, it never goes back to sleep. And this is why you're here, isn't it? The Anon, the true seeker, cannot go back no matter how painful their journey may feel at times, no matter how hopeless things can seem, hope must be found, encouraged, and nurtured. To guard that hope becomes a way of life, a art form that needs to be carefully practiced before it can be truly mastered. If you are constantly being sucked into emotionally by the narratives that are meant to drive people to their own necessary respective awakening moments, then you are living on the precipice incorrectly. Feel the emotion, yes, and embrace the passion and the righteous indignation in this war can trigger, but to live within that emotion at all times is a recipe for disaster and heartbreak. This heartbreak 
is a result of the continued assault on our fundamental freedoms. It has hardened our resolve and showed the people firsthand what could happen if the cabal were allowed to carry out their plans. So, how do the Anon and the True Seeker endure such trials while watching the rest of the world continue spinning on its chaotic axis, people living their lives ignorant of the severity of war we are all engaged in, willingly or not? They endure, we endure by recognizing that our very nature is changing. We are being strengthened through this knowledge, difficult as can be to accept, as these difficult truths and reveals expand the very corridors of our hearts and minds. It has been said that the end won't be for everyone, but you shouldn't worry about that. Your old self won't be around for the end. (laughs) You are changing while the world slowly wakes up. You are being reborn from the ashes. The heat of each trial is carefully crafting you and bringing you into a new and glorious place. To lose heart now, to give up would be to deny yourself and the world a precious treasure among treasures. So feel the longing, defend your hope, do what you are called to do, but let him do what he is doing in your life now in the meantime. Let faith guide you, faith in a higher power, faith in yourself, faith in each other, and faith in the truth. Change your mindset and allow God to cause you to thrive, even if it just means practicing a simple change in perspective regarding what your trial really means. Maybe God is bringing you somewhere new, expanding your heart and preparing you on the inside. Maybe that is the plan. That's why I thought Pepe Lives Matter would be the time, a good time to read that today. Some real good stuff right there that I think, uh, I know I needed to hear. I think we all needed to hear. All right. How you doing, Foxhole? Everything okay over there? There is uh, Pepe Laz Matter substack today. Very well done, and I hope I did it justice. He, uh, I could tell that man, him and I could have some some good discussions one of these days. I'll have to, I'll have to reach out to him and... Uh, See if I can uh, get him on to have a, a live discussion sometime. Bet on that. All right. What's good, Rumble Crowd? You guys good over there? Hit that plus button, please, if you're there still. Thank you very much. And I uh, appreciate you very much. Uh, the Real Catherine resubbing at Tier 1. Thank you for the new sub. And JC Bird gifted one out yesterday. And Rose, uh, Rose Thistle Art, excuse me. I missed that yesterday. Also, Chris resubbed yesterday. Thank you very much. Twitch Crowd, much love to you guys. I hope all is well over there in the D-Live crowds out there hanging out, lurking and listening as well. Much love, guys. Thanks for being here today. We're going to keep it moving today. Lots of stuff to get to. So thanks for hanging out today, guys. Much love. Yeah, that was really good, wasn't it? All right. Check this out. <laughs> Today's What in the World? Coming off of uh, a talk about faith. Does this have, uh, I don't think it has the video in here, does it? No. Here's the result of this of this car. So let me just show you the result of this car. Virginia State Police on Saturday. A Delaware man, Delaware man excuse me, was uh, arrested for dragging a VSP trooper during a traffic stop in Henrico County. 
Shortly after 6 p.m. on Friday, the search concluded after a 38-year-old man went drag, uh, wanted for dragging a Virginia State Police officer alongside Interstate 295 on Friday afternoon. Um, let me see here. Let me try bringing up the Twitter feed. All right. Um, uh, a 2021 Mazda CX-30 SUV speeding as it traveled southbound. The trooper initiated a traffic stop. SUV pulled off the so- soldier so- shoulder. Traffic stop was at 97 <laughs> miles per hour in a 70. Trooper approached the SUV in the passenger side. The driver was non-compliant to the trooper's request. During the course of the traffic stop, the SUV sped off at a high rate of speed, which caused the passenger door to close on the trooper. Caught in the door, the trooper was dragged approximately three miles as the SUV reached speeds of 115 miles per hour as it continued south on I-295. The SUV struck two southbound tractor trailers, and then it crashed near the Creighton Road exit. The driver fled the scene on foot. A search perimeter was immediately established. Search efforts were underway with the assistance of Henry County and the rest. At approximately 618, the male suspect was apprehended with the assistance of the police near Cold Harbor Road. Handgun was recovered inside the SUV. The trooper was treated for a minor non-life-threatening injuries. The driver, Milton Jermaine Lewis, 38 of Delaware, charged with reckless driving by speeding, felony eluding of a police officer, having a concealed weapon, altering a serial number on a, on a firearm, felony assault of a law enforcement officer, abduction, attempted capital murder, failure to maintain control of a vehicle, no seatbelt, felony hit and run. He suffered minor non-life-threatening injuries. Um, and the and the crazy part about this is the, the same with the officer. Trooper could have been killed in a bunch of different ways, including being shot, but somehow <laughs> uh, surviving that crash and uh, surviving that ordeal. That shit's crazy, man. Anyways, uh, that just caught my eye. I was like, you got to be kidding me. All right, uh, Mario, I wanted to check in with the Twitter leak stuff. See if there's anything new over here real quick. Um, let me see if Mario's got anything new. I'm just going to live dig this here. I haven't had a chance to look. So I don't know if they've had anything new. I saw. I did look to see if they had anything new today. I did not see anything new today, but I didn't look very deep. So I'm going to do that right now. Um, let's see. Ex-Trump Deputy Assistant Mr. Gorka on Saturday. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. live on stage at the Crypto Roundtable. FTX story keeps getting worse, so they're going there. Andrew Blank is joining the show soon, 40 minutes ago. Um, Let's see. What do we have? Um, Why is the media barely talking about the... Well, because they know that they're blood on their hands. That's why. Yeah, so I don't think I don't see anything really new today from Mario. I don't think they had a show today or anything. Um, it was interesting listening to them yesterday, though. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. He about an hour ago, a month ago, we had a whistleblower reveal live on stage that SBF and Alameda played a role in the collapse of Luna and Three AC. Today, uh, federal prosecutors launched an investigation into the matter. Let's see what happens. So. Basically, keeping keeping an eye on the crypto space. Um, I know that Barry was the one that was going to be dropping any files. Uh, we anticipated that last night, and no, nothing yet. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, 
So it looks like since, you know, Baker, the Baker delay, they're having to re-go through some of the files, I guess, again, or something like that. I don't know. Um, let me see what Barry had today. Anything? Can they your accent? Pediatrics? No, no. What did she say? Brilliant article on what? Uh, brilliant article on common sense. Failed children uh, during the pandemic by putting politics ahead of evidence. They did a 180 on schools to spite Trump. But cost kids, they lied about the evidence for masking kids. Apparently part of a pattern. Indeed. The hijacking of pediatric medicine. Emily uh, Yaffe wrote an article says kids aren't old enough to cross the street alone, but it should be able to change their gender, right? Uh, so that's interesting. And then... Anything new from you today? Four hours ago. I realize that there are other stories going on right now, but by this, um, hijacking the pediatric medicine is a very important affecting millions of American families. Indeed, the hijacking of pediatric medicine is, um, I mean, I know we have nurses out there in the crowd. They've been trying to raise awareness on, on this too. How long is this? Yeah, I'm not reading all of this right now, but interesting political sciences over true science. Yeah, exactly. Um, a good summary of what you all know happened. Uh, so that she had that four hours ago, and then that, that's it. So nothing new on the Twitter leak stuff yet, huh? What a Fugazi, huh? Anything from Elon today? Teams completed additional vehicle inspections and reviews. Rocket and payload are looking good for launch of International Space Station Haukdul mission. So, a new mission announcement. Nothing much else from Elon today. Tesla Semi is super quiet while pulling a float. Pretty insane to see this in, in the future. The exhaust and the engine aren't Killing the awesome sounds. <laughs> the future of electric vehicles. I guess we better figure out how to make more electricity. <laughs> Without using coal. That'd be great, wouldn't it? How about Matt? Matt got anything out there today? Uh, let's see. Okay, friend, Matt Bivens, Yoel Roth. So that's the fourth. Today, Matt has this. Twitter, okay, that was yesterday. Twitter file supplemental. We got that covered, and then nothing today. So they must be digging deep because they are. nobody's got anything today, huh? Nothing from nobody. Nothing from nothing because nothing. Alrighty then, um, so nothing new on that front. All right, then let's keep it moving to this. Yesterday we talked. <laughs> Today, Jack talked. Interesting. Let me clear my throat. Uh, just check in with chat over here real quick. Hey, Nana. Indeed. Amen to that. Kawasaki kid. Use water instead. All right. Uh, let's see. You guys are quiet out there today, huh? 
You guys lurking? You're lurking multiple streams probably today. Yeah, Mary. Almost like Paul the Apostle. He he's um he's a very intriguing guy for sure. Yesterday I said unleash it all, Elon. Today Jack said the same thing. Jack said out loud that he should make all of it released, and Elon said he will. All of the Twitter files will be released eventually. So we'll see on the 30 second another day or so. If the goal is transparency and to build trust, and then Elon said, okay. It's all going to come eventually. So interesting on that front. Very, very interesting on that front. I can't wait to see. Uh... <laughs> how are you, Sea Dragon? It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. If, if the truth of all of the original government contract stuff comes out. Wendy Strauss Mahoney, I had a chance to sit uh, by her and talk to her over there, and she's a great patriot, and I've been trying to uh, um, raise awareness about as much of her work as possible. She was the first to break the CISA story with Stephen Richter that we talked about yesterday. Very, very interesting. He's the one who's protecting us from misinformation and disinformation to the CISA director. Yeah, that's great. And they're the ones that are controlling the narrative in Maricopa County, Arizona. Go figure. Lawsuit today that said they can't do that. So there's an interesting new, interesting things happening in Arizona. It's kind of the forefront of the battleground right now. That's for sure. As just before we were going, or just before we were going live, excuse me. Uh, Project Veritas has a new drop, and I want to see it. Two and a half minutes. Let's see what we got. Everybody's cool with that. Like the plugs and the dildos. No big complaints. I mean, if the parents found out, but they. It's queer sex. This is the drag queen that came in. What's her name? Uh, Alexis Bevels. Alexis Bevels. And just hung out in my classroom. And was there? Or hung out in my office. You have so much freedom. So much wiggle room. So much freedom. So much money. I mean, to do stuff. Trustees are okay with that too? Oh, yeah. They don't know. They would, it's like, we. I wouldn't even like run it by them. Like, why would I run it by them? They'd be like, oh my God, that's wonderful. Like yeah. all with the kids that, with the classroom? 14, 18. They're like, how do you, how does this book work? How do we do, like, how does this work? Um, so yeah, that's a really like cool part of my job is, I don't have to worry about stuff like that. Who the hell was this guy again? Joseph Bruno, Dean of Students at Francis W. Parker School in Chicago, Illinois. Project Veritas, still out there doing the good work, man. Expose them all. Hell yeah. I agree. And I hope all the Karens are just going to have to keep dealing with it because there's more of that coming. Francis W. Parker School just deleted their Twitter account. <laughs> Seriously? F. W. Parker. <laughs> oh, Project Veritas strikes again. 
Look at that. Right there an hour ago. <laughs> huh. Wow. These people are so freaking disgusting, dude. Expose every single one of these groomers. I'm with them. Any, any way possible. Keep it going. All right. Here comes the interesting news section of the, of the show. I have about 15 articles here that I'm just like, huh? <laughs> so check this shit out. Indeed it is, Nana. <laughs> I hear you, Kawasaki kid. All right. Uh, so check this out. Listen to this shit. About 15 different articles here. And just, just take them all in and be like, huh. We start here on November 22nd. As you guys have heard, Tennessee State Senator pleading guilty to campaign finance scheme. According to court documents, Kelsey, 44, of Germantown, Tennessee, admitted that he conspired to and did secretly and unlawfully funnel money from multiple sources, including his own Tennessee State Senate Campaign Committee, to, uh, to his authorized federal campaign committee. Kelsey, who uh, was a practicing attorney, and his co-conspirators, including federal campaign committee, by, uh, in including Joshua Smith, also caused a national political organization to make illegal and excessive contributions to Kelsey's uh, federal campaign committee by secretly coordinating, so forth, so on. Okay. Number one. Next. Oops. I was supposed to go over there. You go over there. House, 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 House Ethics Committee opens an investigation into Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Huh. The House Ethics Committee, huh? What's this say? Upon receipt. Um, this does not look legitimate. Statement of the acting chairwoman and acting ranking member on the Committee of Ethics regarding Representative AOC, December 7th, for release upon receipt. This does not seem real. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, that came out uh, from Breaking 911. So in a news release from the committee below. Oh, here is the official news release from ethics.house.gov. Okay. So there you go. AOC apparently under uh, ethics investigation. Uh, Proud Boys things need to go yonder too. Then we have today, CBS News shaking up, shaking up their network. Network has a new boss as cuts loom. Uh, Kelly Cowell, uh, the respected head of CBS uh, television network for five turbulent years, will step down next month, clearing the way for the veteran programmer Amy Reisenbach to succeed him. Now, I don't know if you guys are out there that have been listening for, I don't know, the last couple months, three, four months or so. You may have heard Joe and I say, watch what happens when December comes to the mainstream media. Watch as the mainstream media suddenly goes through a revamping of their content and their lineups. And as a result of this Twitter leaks and other stuff, 
and other stuff, hopefully investigations as well, you're starting to see a major shakeup in the media all around the country. In Peru, Vice President Dana Boarte uh, was, was sworn in as a president after Castillo was removed. Castillo claimed uh, that uh, Parliament was disbanded, at which point he was arrested. So that's how that goes, in case you're wondering if you, uh, if you wondered why the president didn't just suspend the Constitution and, uh, and disband uh, Congress. That's what happens when you try stuff like that in this world. So if there's anyone expecting that, guess what? It's probably not coming. In Germany, they arrested 25 people over a far-right coup plot. I don't know where this story came from. I saw this a couple days ago. I was like, eh, I'll let that one simmer for a little bit. Axios picked up on it today. German authorities on Wednesday arrested 25 members of a far-right group that prosecutors said was plotting to violently overthrow the government. Authorities believe that 22 of the individuals arrested are suspected members of a terrorist organization. One of the suspected supporters arrested was a Russian national. The arrests were made in a series of raids across uh, 11 of Germany's 16 states, as well as in Austria and Italy. Search raids were conducted in 27 suspected members or supporters of the organization through the individuals, uh, though some of these individuals were not arrested. The big picture, the federal prosecutor said the group was founded in November of 2021 at the latest and subscribed to various conspiracy theories, including QAnon and the far-right extremist Rauschenberger movement, Rauschenberger movement, which denies the legitimacy of the modern German state, per the Washington Post. So the Washington Post has decided that these arrests are QAnon-linked. So that must be true, right? Because the Washington Post said it. Amazon is sued in the United States for stealing delivery driver tips. This dropped earlier today from Inside Paper. Huh. Amazon has been uh, targeted over and over again, not just here, but all around the world and in the European Union and the United Kingdom recently. Hmm. Interesting. Amazon just breaking laws all around the country and all around the world. The recount plans to suspend operations. President Trump tweeting out a bunch of these media things today, which is interesting. Sarah Fisher from uh, Axios uh, saying that the the... What's this called? Uh, the recount video news startup that started in 2018 told employees to spend operations on Friday. The company raised $34 million since 2020, struggling to find a profitable business model. Like most media companies, its prospects grew worse amid the economic town downturn. Huh? The recounts having a hard time. The recount had 30 Matt, you out there? The recount had $34 million investment in 2020, and they are having to shut down shop. Wonder why. <laughs> Wonder if it had anything to do with the kind of garbage they're putting out there and nobody's watching it. Everyone's watching the foxhole and pill.net. That's why. And Rumble. <laughs> Far left outlet that lied about Trump imploding uh, announces massive layoffs, sees a stock tank 90% over the past year. BuzzFeed, remember them? Shopped all the Malrussia story. The rapid decline in the once prominent web website BuzzFeed reached another milestone today. We'll call it milestone before the freeway ends on Tuesday when the company said it would lay off approximately 12% of its workforce. Ah, darn. They were the ones who uh, published the debunked steel dossier in the Russia narrative over and over and over and over and over. 
darn. It, I just so it's so sad to see all of these media outlets go through these things. Then we had this: the Islamic State group announced the death of a leader on November thirtieth. I missed this. I wanted to bring this to you guys, but this was going around all over the place, kind of in the you know the underneath the channels. Nobody really wanted to talk about this for some reason, and I didn't do a dig on it, so I don't know why no one really wanted to talk about it. But the Islamic State jihadist group said Wednesday that its leader. Abu Hassan al-Hashimi al-Karasi had been killed in a battle uh, and has announced a new replacement. So that happened this week. I'm just going to keep going. Just keep listening to all these. AMC Networks to cut 20% of their U.S. staff as the CEO abruptly departing. Streaming revenue fails and to counter shrinking cable TV income, Chairman warns of large-scale firings and cuts in every area on AMC Network. So... Once again, get woke, go broke. Bosnian kingpin arrested in Dubai as a cocaine super cartel is taken down. This came to us on November 29th. Joint European UAE police action cracks cocaine super cartel and leads to 49 arrests, including reportedly notorious Bosnian narco boss Edin Gaskanian, who was arrested in Dubai. Let me just keep them coming. In the United Kingdom, Apple and Google uh, are getting uh, probes into their cloud gaming and browsers. Britain launched an an in-depth competition probe into the domination of U.S. giants Apple and Google of cloud gaming and mobile internet browsers. The Competition and Markets Authority, which is the antitrust of the United Kingdom, will investigate whether consumer choice is limited by the behavior of the Silicon Valley pair. You think? Apple and Google effectively have a duopoly on the mobile ecosystems. Yes, they do. 97% of the content of all mobile internet browsing in Britain took place using Apple or Google in 2021. Antitrust, baby. Keep. I'm going to keep watching them. I'm telling you, it's coming. They are all going to be disbanded and told to break into separate corporations. They have too much control. Google man receives a 25-year sentence. Google man. Georgia man uh, receives a 25-year sentence for voter fraud in 2021 Senate runoff election. We covered that one just a minute ago, but I wanted to make sure that one was in there. All of those <laughs> in a string of the past couple weeks, a lot timed with, you know, again, everything else with the, the COVID stuff coming out. Um, that shit's just... Getting worse and worse. I think I may have missed a couple here that are out of place. Uh, let me double check. Do I have Do I have all the ones that I wanted? Uh, nope. There was one more. George Man got that one. I, that one got in there twice. That's why it's confusing me. Democrat DA in Texas agrees to resign amidst claims of incompetence and in the mishandling of criminal cases and misconduct on November 29th. Democrat prosecutor in Texas facing suspension has submitted her resignation after nearly two years of bungled prosecutions. More of that coming our way as Yvonne Rosales um, probably is under threat every day, not really doing what she, you know, her normal thing, but nonetheless, add that to the list of things. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's crazy to think of all of these things that are happening out there, man. 
And then for the second half, I got some good stuff for you. Okay, I just wanted to double check. I got everything uh, lined up for the second half too still. I do. So I do have some really cool stuff for you guys for the second half. So um, hopefully you'll hang out. We're at the top of the hour though. So let me sit back and and chill for a second as the first hour just flew by. Thanks for being here with me today, guys. I appreciate you all very much. Everyone over there on the Rumble crowd, much love. I see you guys all out there hanging out today. Appreciate you all. What are you guys thinking? Everything okay out there? Lurking in and listening as always. Indeed. Twitch crowds out there lurking and listening as well. The Kawasaki kids in the house. Good to see you, bro. All right. So pretty much that's, uh, you guys are just kind of lurking in and listening out there today. So in that case, let me just keep it going and we'll get through as much of this as possible. Let me um, just do a quick, uh, see if there's anything, anything new out there right now as, um, I finished show prep just before we went live, so I just want to kind of want to see if there's anything new out there. Um, no, not really. The origin of COVID nineteen with Matt Ridley, huh? Interesting. Doctor Peterson's extensive catalog available. Doctor Peterson and Matt Ridley. What do you got? Cognitive carbon. A two-hour interview. With on Jordan B. Peterson's YouTube channel. In case you want to check that out, that could be interesting. Oops, what am I freaking thinking? Of? Uh, let's see. Police frequency. What's going on in the world? Anything crazy out there? Police frequency. Brett Bear at the border with a U.S. agent killed in a high high speed migrant chase. Uh, it's that board's a mess, man. Uh, what is this? Washington, D.C. Shots were fired inside a Metro Center station Wednesday, leaving two people injured. Video of the scenes shows a person taken into the ambulance following the incident. They ended up with a federal agent who shot a man four times in the Metro station. Huh. When was this? This is this was just not too long ago. A federal agent shooting a man four times and him being loaded into the uh hmm. He looks like he's in pain. Yeah. They're talking like they keep going. Well, I am shocked that I got that guy doesn't look uh, like he's uh, hurting too bad. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Developing dog trap in the sinkhole in Compton. Good to know. Seattle police arrest an armed convicted felon found in a stolen truck with his pants down near an elementary school. Yikes. Two firefighters died after being called to the scene of a smoky fire at a home. Corner confirm the other person who's not there, the firefighter. Uh, let's see. Carjacker in Vegas is dead. LA City Council wants to reinstate Mark Ridley Thomas back pay. Interesting. <laughs> LA is uh, going to be interesting to see where that goes. Watch Cali. Walmart CEO retailer will close his stores if rampant theft doesn't stop. People just uh, raiding Walmarts, walking in and out, I guess, apparently.
What's uh, Tucker got tonight? Oh, this is 10 minutes of Tucker. Yeah. Nothing else. All right. So looking pretty quiet out there today. Let me get back to what I was going to, what I had planned here. Uh, looking like nothing else really going on out there. Texas man busted for hauling $13 million in cocaine through Indiana in a record seizure. Uh, dad arrested a one-year-old girl found dead in L.A. River. Let's see. Uh, Las Vegas put police uh, arrest 18 suspects who were luring minors and engaging in sexual acts in an Internet operation. Breaking 911. Las Vegas police. 18 suspects luring minors and engaging in sexual acts in an Internet operation. These group of scumbags. Make them famous. Ryan Manis, Concepcion Burgos, Brandon Parnell, Anthony Napoles, Missio Melo, Mark Ancio, Noberto Colunga, Miguel Perez Solis, Juan Diaz Iniguez, Jason Witten, Ricardo Guerra, Perry Spencer, Randolph Menace, Justin Book, Nathan Isawa, Banguala, Brandon Johnson, Brian Galvez, and Lucendo Gutierrez Navarro. Tempted a sexual assault with a victim under 14. Scumbags. Get bent. I heard many people out there, if I may. Destroy, thanks for the can. I heard many out there that were pontificating about the Oath Keepers and saying all kinds of things about how they are insurrectionists and the rest. You out there, you listening? I'm David Sumrall from StopHate.com. Let's talk about the Proud Boys. Stand by. Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Militias like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. Proud Boys. Proud Boys, pro-Trump paramilitary group. Proud Boys played a central role in what happened on January 6th. Far-right extremists. Proud Boys. Members of the far-right group, the Proud Boys, descended on the National Mall. I framed the Proud Boys to the right of my shot with the Capitol behind. This is extremely extremely dangerous to our democracy. democracy. The number of mentally retarded is increasing. How dumb does a J6 committee think the American public is? Let me show you. Let's start with this from the second bogus Senate impeachment trial of Donald Trump. Violent racist groups, which have been officially condemned by our government. Daniel Goodwin is a self-proclaimed member of the Proud Boys. Wrong. He was one of many. Goodwin tweeted a picture showing the Proud Boys logo surrounded by stand back and stand by and await orders from our commander in chief. But wait, that's not right. Let's see what Enrique Tario, the leader of the Proud Boys, said about this. I have had the opportunity to read the government's filings in this case where they state Daniel is a member of the Proud Boys with absolutely no evidence. The government does not get to decide who is or isn't a member of our organization. Daniel Goodwin is not and has never been a member of the Proud Boys. Did the Proud Boys have a plan to go into the Capitol? Into the Capitol. Absolutely not. They tried to tie the Proud Boys to Trump to the Capitol through a tweet from someone who isn't a Proud Boy, who doesn't know Trump, and who didn't have a plan. Speaking of plans, the government has one to insinuate that the planted 1776 returns document was the Proud Boys' plan to take over the government. Although Tario never even shared it with any Proud Boys and probably didn't know what was in it. You can't even park your car in D.C. without being accused of seditious conspiracy. 
Do you really want to know what the Proud Boys January 6th plan was? Let's hear it from the highest ranking Proud Boy in attendance that day, two-time Purple Heart recipient, Sergeant Joseph Joe Biggs. We're gonna get everybody together and kind of, you know, cruise around and see what's going on, kind of get a good feel for the day. Find out about what events are happening tonight around the time when the sun starts to go down because we know that's when Antifa likes to go out and start attacking people as they leave, as we saw last night in some areas. So we want to try to go on ahead and do as much uh, risk mitigation as we can, find the areas that we need to get located at, and try to, uh, you know, protect and, and what, what some of these people. What do you think? Are we gonna? Do you think that people will be out tonight? Of course. Yeah. No one flew out here to and sit here and give up and walk the home. People came out here to. To do. Now let's hear from the Proud Boys Ministry of Self-Defense Sergeant-at-Arms Rufio Panman Ethan Nordine about their plans to enter the Capitol on January 6th. Are we going inside? I want to go inside. No, we're not going inside. Well, shit, I did in Boise with Adam Bundy. I mean, if you want to go inside. <laughs> no, we did. We went in Boise. I know you, you look familiar. You, are you the Proud Boys? Yes. Oh, I wanted to help you guys and give you a room. Yeah. That's who we are. Here, take my card. I'm with Adam Bundy. Who are you with? Adam Bundy. Adam Bundy? You know Adam Bundy? I don't know. Probably. The rancher that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm with. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. Hey, tell her what you're up to. I want to record you. Oh, uh, we're just, we're out here representing America. Uh, that's basically it. After all, in August 2020, in Idaho, after Patriots pushed into the Capitol, security had no problem with the protesters entering the gallery in the chambers, and they even said the Pledge of Allegiance with the lawmakers. Later, in November 2020, Ali Alexander of Stop the Steal and Alex Jones of InfoWars went into the Georgia State Capitol with Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones with a large contingent of motivated Patriots to peacefully express their concerns with the integrity of the election but they weren't attacked by the police and were allowed to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. If these two guys are the masterminds to the worst attack on democracy since 9-11, seditious conspirators and leaders of the two most notorious hate groups and militias who almost overthrew our government without any guns or a plan, why were they still free to potentially do it again? They were obviously not a flight risk or a danger to society then, or they would have already been in DC Gitmo. If anyone actually had anything on either of these groups, I wouldn't be making this video right now. Want to know some real truth about January 6th? Officer Brian Sicknick's cause of death was a lie, yet Congress used it for one article of impeachment against Trump, incitement of insurrection. They immediately went to the press with a fire extinguisher story, knowing it never happened. His body was still intact at the time. Trump supporters actually attempted to render aid to Officer Sicknick, but the police made sure he never got it. He had a stroke and they could have treated it, but they let him die. Then they cremated him. They hid his body in the Capitol for three days and moved him to Arlington National Cemetery as their martyr. Wouldn't his death actually fall under negligent homicide by the police? If you hear anybody spew the ignorant opinion that the Oath Keepers committed seditious conspiracy and insurrection on the U.S. Capitol, 
please inform them that they have no fucking clue what they are talking about. Let me get this link out there to you guys. Grab this link and spread it far and wide, please. Please spread the word on this. Why can't, why isn't my phone up? Come over here, not you. Oh, I'm in the wrong one. That's why. There we go. Hello, McFly. Do me a favor, please. And give the hop over there if you're over there on Rumble. Give them a thumbs up and come right back. All right. Um, and uh, bookmark that or do whatever you got to do. Spread it far and wide, please. Because I'm seeing some very ignorant opinions about Oath Keepers and Proud Boys. And these people are malicious and bad people, man. You know, bad people. <sighs> Mainstream media told me you get a bunch of bad people. Yeah. So I believe them, man, because mainstream me know what to talk about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Our cloaked on scenes in the house. Good to see you out there, brother. How you been, man? Bitch Troy, thank you for the can. Philly 369 Garden with another can. Poipusful with a cookie. Chanjo with a cookie. Golden Lady with a ship. And Ohio Kimmy with a cookie. 2417 gold pills. You guys are freaking amazing. Thank you guys very much. Fallen one was out there lurking a little bit. Go to thanks for being here today, bro. Uh, keep true. Tori is still out there listening and lurking. The rest of you guys are just kind of lurking today, just kind of uh, hanging out today. All right, let's uh, just keep moving. That's fine. That's fine. I can do that. Listen to this. The real reason behind China's zero COVID policy. Tell me if any of this sounds familiar. It's interesting to see that the pub that the public, how would I say it? Um, the the press releases coming out of the CCP are a a loosening of the COVID lockdown restrictions and things, right? Let's see it. Let's see how it's actually implemented. First of all, and see if they're just not placating their people again. But an interesting article in uh, Kit Knightley on offguardian.gov. And I want to talk about China as much as possible while this stuff is happening. So I'm going to spend some time on this if you don't mind. Thank you, Ken. Most of the Western world is no longer in lockdown. Some vaccine mandates are being loosened. Mask wearers are distinctively the minority everywhere you look. For now, at least, and for want of a better phrase, we have largely gone back to normal, except, you know, now with a totally broken economy, more centralized financial power, dozens of alarming precedents uh, set up for a future deployment of millions upon millions of people injected with poison under false pretenses. But on the lockdown front, at least, we're normal mostly. Lockdowns are quickly becoming one of the most embarrassing things that were ever supported by other people like wearing flares for voting for Thatcher. Politicians are feverishly passing the buck back and forth, claiming to have never wanted lockdowns in the first place. Uh -huh. But not in China. They are still proud in there. It is just, can you imagine living a world where it looks like you are literally on... <laughs> 
a, a foreign, a, another planet with aliens. They look like friggin' aliens. Crazy, dude. As the rest of the world lives with COVID, people in Chinese cities are still subject to dystopian levels of control and surveillance up to and including being wielded inside their own, welded inside their own homes. Why? Well, we can certainly rule out a few mainstream explanations. We know it's not because COVID is a real disease or uniquely dangerous in any way whatsoever. The data has spoken on that. We know it's not because lockdowns work to protect the health of the public or prevent disease outbreaks. That data has spoken on that too. We know that it's not because the Chinese government holds the lives of their citizens as more precious than their Western counterparts. And we know it's not because they were the victim of some bioengineered viral attack by the West. That idea was always absurd. So what's the real explanation? Well, there are really several answers to that, all of which come back to our old friend, the fake binary. Heel versus face. If you accept that the COVID pandemic was in fact a global psyop carried out by most of the governments on the world working in concert on behest of a supranational financial, corporate, and political interest, then it de facto follows that any apparent differences in approach or attitude between those cooperating governments serve as a role in the narrative. In short, someone's got to play the bad guy. In this case, China's brutal zero COVID approach allows the Western governments to claim the moderate label simply by virtue of not being so cartoonishly evil as China. Of course, this works in both directions. The West can say to their citizens, look how brutal China lockdown was. We would never go that far because we care about your rights. Meanwhile, China can look, look how lax and disorganized the West COVID response was, and we would never be that careless because we care about your health. It is, and here's that phrase again, a fake binary. Each side serves as the good guy in their own narrative and the bad guy in the other. And in that fashion, they actually support each other whilst corralling each other's dissidents into a controlled alternative opinion. Two, promoting vaccines. In The Guardian two days ago, a now ubiquitous Deve Shirar actually defended China's tough decisions on zero COVID, coming at it from the angle that China has to be that harsh because their vaccines didn't work as well as ours do. China's population has a lower vaccination rate with vaccines that appear less effective than in most other countries, and many people don't have immunity gained from the previous infection either. If China gives up on containment and allows a large wave of infections, the country will take a huge loss of life given current vaccination levels. Wow. That is um, something to think about there. <laughs> Did everybody hear that? <laughs> Let me read that again. China's population has a lower vaccination rate with vaccines that appear less effective than in most other countries. And many people don't have any immunity gained from a previous infection either. If China gives up on containment and allows a large wave of infections, the country will take a huge loss of life given current vaccination levels. 
the entire column is really just a shilling safe and effective mRNA vaccines as well as other agenda we'll deal with below. Rising concerns about the low effectiveness of the non-mRNA Chinese vaccines were also a concern. Studies indicated that uh, protection faded fast and was undetectable after six months. China takes, it, it needs to improve its vaccines. But to do this, it will need access to mRNA technology. And this has been stuck at an impasse. Moderna has refused to transfer its technology to Chinese firms for manufacturing, instead eager to sell directly to the large market. China has instead worked to develop a homegrown mRNA vaccine, but this has caused delays in a rollout. China need to get mRNA vaccines to the biggest priority groups possible. All right, so again, I just want to give us perspective on the bigger picture, right? <clears throat> The two-sided narrative. Yeah, Dustin Nemos is still out there hanging out. Uh, the West says, see, we don't need these brutal lockdowns because we've got magical vaccines. With the inevitably unspoken quality of this being, we'll need to go into lockdowns if you don't get vaccinated enough. Meanwhile, China gets to lay the blame for their own lockdowns on Western selfishness. The only reason we have these lockdowns is the mean, selfish Western companies won't share their technology. This neatly turns all pro-Chinese pro voices into Western and alternative media voices into pro-vaccine voices, too. That's exactly how they do it. It's genius, man. Playing us all against each other. Feeds that lie, let's see, number three, feeds the lie that lockdowns work. Lockdowns do not work to halt the spread of diseases and before 2020 were never suggested or used in that manner. Then in the spring of 2020, almost every world government seemingly simultaneously took the unprecedented decision to go into lockdown to fight COVID. To justify this mainstream narrative was in need of some evidence lockdowns work. Enter China. Over and over and over again, you will read apparent condemnation of China's lockdowns alongside the qualification of those supposedly low COVID vaccine death numbers, COVID death numbers, excuse me. In the mainstream media sources, the clear implication is, is left unspoken. But prominent, uh, excuse me, but prominent alternative voices are happy to say aloud, these lockdowns may appear to be unethical, but they saved millions of lives. Since all COVID cases are entirely the product of a PCR testing program, all COVID deaths are subject to ludicrously tortured de definitions. We can conclude China's COVID stats are uh, <laughs> designed to sell the idea that lockdowns actually work. More than just lockdowns, an undercut of the pandemic narrative has been a softening of the public attitude towards authoritarian governance in general, usually through compliments to China. As early as March 2020, we had experts on Channel 4 praising China's approach. We had Neil Ferguson lamenting UK government didn't have the power to foul China's game plan. We had Western news outlets claiming China had triumphed over COVID. The message was clear and not at all subtle. Man, obviously having no regard for individual rights is bad, but that approach really does seem to work, doesn't it? Clearly, we would never do that, but you can't deny it's effective, can you? 
Do you see how they do that? That message still carries on today, and it has nothing to do with China per se, and everything to do with the slow burn legitimization of tyranny by virtue of the ends of justifying the means. Conclusion. To sum up, China's zero-COVID approach forms a vital piece of the overall pandemic narrative, working in conjunction with Western governments as a deliberately stark contrast. Number one, it promotes the idea that vaccines work and help to prevent further lockdowns here. Number two, it shines a flattering light on Western governments who appear less draconian by comparison. And number three, it serves as an argument for the effectiveness of lockdowns and other authoritarian measures. Perhaps most importantly, the supposed difference uh, works to corral and control public debate. Indeed, traditionally left-wing critics of of Western capitalism are forced to defend vaccines and lockdowns by their ideological loyalty to China. Conversely, right-wingers have China's socialist practices to point their fingers at, whilst praising Western capitalist pharmaceutical innovation for saving us from the need for tighter lockdowns. Each side is controlled by their ideology, not realizing their loyalties are being used to position them inside the permissible spectrum of opinion. All the while, both sides claim the virus is real and dangerous. Both sides use the same PCR test and both sides shill vaccines made by the same companies. The superficial differences serve only to sell their many points of agreement. In other words, the divide over COVID tactics is as real as the fight over Ukraine. It all serves the same purpose, promoting the Great Reset and the global technocratic government, a system neither communist nor capitalist, but absorbing the worst vices of of whilst purging the virtues. Zero COVID is just China working as the other side of the scissors. Absolute freaking fire. And with that, listen to this. Maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed. This is Yobal Noah Harari, who have you heard, if you have been paying attention to the news, you've seen his name in the news often recently. He is Klaus Schwab's little sidekick. All, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really we haven't seen anything yet. I, I think the, the big process that's happening- Wait, what's, say that again? Surveillance started going under the skin. All the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really we haven't seen anything yet. I, I think that the big process that's happening right now in the world is uh, hacking human beings, the ability to hack humans, to understand deeply what's happening within you, what, what, makes, you, what, what, what makes you go. And for that, the most important data is not what you read and who you meet and what you buy, it's what's happening inside your body. So we had these two big revolutions, the computer science revolution 
or the, the infotech revolution and the revolution in the biological sciences. And they are still separate, but they are about to merge. They are merging around, I would say, the biometric sensor. It's the thing, it's the gadget, it's the technology that converts biological data into digital data that can be analyzed by computers. And having the ability to really monitor people under the skin, this is the, the biggest game changer of all. Uh, because this is the key for getting to know people better than they know themselves. I often give the example from my own personal life that I realized I was gay only when I was 21. And I keep thinking about the time when I was 15, 16, how could I have missed it? You know, so, something so important about myself should have been obvious, but I didn't know. Now, today, or in five or 10 years, any algorithm uh, of Microsoft or Amazon or the government would be able to know such a thing when I'm 12 or 13, just by monitoring what's happening in my body, what's happening to my eyes, when I, let's say I see a boy and a girl walking on the beach. Where do my eyes focus? So this is the crucial revolution. And COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin their body temperature. Like we, we walked in here, we had to go through a, a body temperature test. Even in Israel, it has become a national security yeah. issue, right? The so again, I'm not against surveillance. It's an important tool, especially to fight epidemics. The question is again, who is doing it and how? If you give it to the security service to do it, that's extremely dangerous. Yes, now they're using it to see whether you have the coronavirus. But exactly the same technology can determine what you think about the government. You know, anger is a biological phenomena, just like disease. It's not some spiritual thing out there. It's a biological pattern in your body. With this kind of surveillance, I mean, you watch the big president, the big leader, gives a speech on television. The television could be monitoring you and knowing whether you're angry or not, just by analyzing the cues, the biological cues coming from your body. So you now people are now watching us online, all over the world, this, this conversation. Now, maybe even right now, the people who are watching us are being watched and analyzed. And you know, the, the thing is, it's not just you're now watching this. The thing is, we know that you are watching this, and we also know how you feel. Are you angry about what you hear? Are you frightened? Go fuck you yourself. Bored? How's that sound? This is the kind of power that Stalin didn't have. You know, when Stalin gave a speech, everybody, of course, clapped their hand and smiled. Now, how do you know what they really think about Stalin? It's very difficult. You can't have a KGB agent following everybody all the time. Even if, even if you do it, he's just watching your outside behavior. He doesn't really know what's happening in your mind. I'll fucking but just tell you, punk ass. Go fuck yourself. Stalins Go jump off a fucking century, bridge. They could be watching the minds, the brains of all the population all the time. And also they will have the computing power to analyze all that. 
you know, it's not just having an agent following everybody all the time. The agent in Stalin's days writes a paper report and it, you have these millions of paper reports piling up in Moscow. Somebody needs to read them, to analyze them. That's impossible. Now you don't need human agents. You don't need human analyzers. You just have a lot of sensors and an AI which analyzes it. And that's it. You have the worst totalitarian regime in history. And COVID is important because COVID legitimizes some of the crucial steps, even in democratic countries. And that is the, the White goal. House is being called petty after. That is the goal to control society, to normalize you getting a shot as often as they tell you you need to get one. And then get underneath your skin and say, hey, did you know we can help save your life now? It'll be it'll all be used for good purposes. Don't worry. Don't worry. It'll all it'll only be used for good. It won't be used for any nefarious purposes. We promise you. Nope, nope. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh that that is um combine that article with that and that should tell you pretty much everything you need to know, I think, doesn't it? <laughs> That should pretty well guide your opinion about uh, what this whole thing was and uh, where they're going to continue to go with it. It's just a matter of what you want to do with that knowledge. Check this shit out. The Washington Post, uh, the 30th. I just want to read this live. I have not had a chance to read this yet, but somebody dropped this and I wanted to see what this was. See if there's any nuggets in here or anything. Web browsers drop mysterious company with ties to the U.S. military contractor. Trust Core Systems is what's known as Root Certificate Authority, a key position in the internet infrastructure that guarantees a website is genuine. Huh. Major web browsers moved Wednesday to stop using a mysterious software company that certified websites were secure three weeks after the Washington Post reported its connections to a U.S. military contractor. Mozilla Firefox and Microsoft's Edge said they would stop trusting new certificates from Trust Core systems that vouch for the legitimacy of sites reached by their users, capping weeks of online arguments among their technology experts, outside researchers, and Trust Core, which said it had no ongoing ties of concern. Other tech companies are expected to follow suit. Certificate authorities have uh, tr highly trusted roles, quote, in the internet ecosystem. And it is unacceptable for a CA to be cl uh, cl closed. It is unacceptable for a CA to be closely tied through ownership and operation to a company engaged in the distribution of malware. <laughs> Mozilla's Kathleen Wilson wrote to a mailing list for browsers or security experts. TrustCore's responses via their vice president of CA operations further substantiates uh, for the factual basis of Mozilla's concerns. The Post reported on November 8th that TrustCore's 
Panamanian registration records showed the same slate of officers, agents, and partners as a spyware maker identified this year as an affiliate of the Arizona-based Packet Forensics, which has sold communication and interception devices to U.S. government agencies for more than a decade. Of those contracts listed is the place of performance at Fort Meade, Maryland, for the home of the National Security Agency and the Pentagon Cyber Command. The case has put a new spotlight on the obscure systems of trust and checks that allow people to rely on the Internet for most purposes. Browsers typically have more than 100 authorities approved by default, including government-owned ones and small companies to seamlessly attest that secure websites are what they prefer to be. TrustCore has has a small staff in Canada where it is officially based as a UPS store mail drop. Company executive Rachel McPherson told Mozilla in an email discussion thread said staffers there worked remotely through, though she acknowledged that the company has an infrastructure in Arizona as well. McPherson said that some of the same holding companies had invested in TrustCore and Packet Forensics, but that ownership in TrustCore had been transferred to employees. Packet Forensics said also it had no ongoing business relationship with TrustCore. Several technologists in the discussion said they found TrustCore evasive on basic matters such as legal domicile and ownership, which said that uh, was inappropriate for a company yielding the power of a root certificate authority, which not only asserts that a secure HTTP website is not an imposter, but can deputize other certificate issuers to do the same, meaning they can make any website look like it's authentic. The post built built on the work of two researchers who had located the the company's corporate records, John Reardon of the University of Calgary and Serge Engelman of the University of California, Berkeley. These two and others also ran experiments on secure mail offering from TrustCore and MessageSafe.io. They found that contrary to MessageSafe's public claims, emails sent through its system were not end-to-end encrypted and could be read by the company. McPherson said various technology experts had not used the right version and had uh, not configured it properly, so forth, so on. In announcing Mozilla's decision, Wilson cited that the past overlaps in officers and operations with TrustCore and MessageSafe and between TrustCore and Measurement Systems, a Panamanian spyware company, previously ties to packet forensics. Anyone noticing anything here? The Pentagon was asked about this, and what do you think they said? Well, no comment? Of course. It's exactly what they said. No comment. Inconceivable! There have been sporadic efforts to make certificate processes more accountable, sometimes after revelations of suspicious activity. In 2019, a security company controlled by the United States, by the United Arab Emirates, known as Dark Matter, applied to be upgraded to a top-level root authority for immediate authority with less independence. That followed revelations that Dark Matter... In 2015, Google withdrew root authority to the China Internet Services. Reardon and Engelman, Packet Forensic... Let's see. Volstrom Holdings, according to the historic names... This is how I end up reading this stuff. Uh, find me, find me a something interesting in here to tell you. Uh, in 2010, researcher Chris Sogayan attended an invitation-only industry conference nicknamed Wiretappers Ball and obtained a packet forensic brochure aimed at law enforcement and intelligence agency customers. 
IP communication dictates the need to examine encrypted traffic at will, the brochure read, and a report in Wired. Uh, Reardon and Engelman alerted Google, Mozilla, and Apple to their research in TrustCore in April, and there you go. I don't know. That is a very, very interesting thing. Right? Is it not? Direct ties again to the Department of Defense? Boy, I, what exactly is our Department of Defense doing? Aren't they, aren't they not allowed to operate on U.S. soil? That's what I heard. Uh, what's good, Sea Dragon? How are you? Tesla Doves in the house. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, thanks for the uh, gold pills today, guys. I appreciate you all. How's everyone doing over there at Rumble? You guys still hanging out over there? Thanks for being here today, guys. Do me a favor, hit that plus button or the thumbs up, wherever platform you may be. Thank you all for being here today. I appreciate you all. Dr. Jay Blazer's in the house with trust in self-title. Yeah, it's got to go. How are you, Dr. Jay Blazer? I hope all is well. I've been lurking a bunch of fishing streams too recently. Much love. God bless you. <laughs> it's good to see you out there tonight. I hope, I hope you're having a great evening. Okay, a couple more articles, and then we'll wrap it up here. Joe will be going live. Average Joe Patriot. Check him out on Rumble. Check him out on the Foxhole or Pill.net. He'll be going live in about uh, 15 minutes here, so make sure you check him out uh, to get uh, the rest of the stories out there that I missed today. I missed a bunch today, so he'll have a bunch of good stuff for you today. Merrick Garland ignores calls for Hunter Biden probe to instead interfere with Trump's 2024 chances. Now, there is going to be much more out there on this in I have been paying very close attention to Mike Davis because he's a top-notch patriot, number one. Number two, he's helping to uh, move the narrative finally. Which is good to see. Some journalists actually do that. Under Merrick Garland, the DOJ is a little more than a partisan apparatus used to punish the Biden administration's enemies. Mike Davis in... This couple days ago is Federalist. Hold on a second. Um, how long is this? I didn't get a chance to look at this. I wanted to read it. Dang it! I don't. I don't have time for this. All right. Um, sometimes I just bookmark articles for myself. And um, anyways, I want to check that one out. But he's absolutely right. On that front. All right, check this shit out. 1983 Subaru flying over a helicopter. <laughs> Say what? You heard. Oh, yeah, this is so awesome. Yeah. Oh, no. This just in. Action sports icon Travis Pastrana was involved in a base jump mishap today in downtown Fort Lauderdale.
Travis Pastrana, dude. Holy shit. That was freaking awesome. 
How's that for a little break in the normal news cycle? <laughs> uh, check it out. <clears throat> oh, crap. Let me fix that link. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. All right, there you go. Got that out there on all, all different platforms, and I'll drop that on social media later, too. Here's a better link, easier link for you guys over there in the foxhole. All right, next. We're a couple more left. What time is it? Seven minutes. Okay, Democrats reject GOP request for more information on the U.S. Postal Service surveillance of conservatives dropped by Cara Catabella Roberts. On December 7th, that would be today. House Democrats on Tuesday rejected a request from Republican lawmakers to gather more information about the alleged surveillance of conservatives and gun rights activists by the U.S. Postal Service. The resolution failed among party lines in the vote of 23 to 18 during the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Representative Carolyn Maloney, the chairwoman of the committee, said the proposal would do nothing to protect the First Amendment. The proposal was introduced by Representative Andrew Clyde of Georgia after reports emerged back in April of 2021 that law enforcement arm of the U.S. Postal Service knows as the Internet Covert Operations Program, or ICOP, had been quietly monitoring American social media posts, including those regarding planned protests both domestically and abroad. According to their report, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service law enforcement arm was trawling through social media sites to find posts that were inflammatory and then passing that information on to government agencies via bulletins. The proposal was introduced by Representative Andrew Clyde in Georgia after reports emerged in April 21 that the function within the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, known as the ICOP, or Internet Covert Operations Program, monitoring American social media posts both domestically and abroad. Yeah. And nothing else. U.S. Postal Service hacks phones. A separate report earlier this year found the U.S. Postal Service had been using sophisticated tools to hack into seized iPhones. Interesting. These guys are got a lot of power and resources, don't they? I will be getting this one out to you guys out there in social media later on today as well. How it started, how it's going. Terrible on Twitter. Reminding us of some interesting things happening. Paranoid crypto millionaire drowns in Puerto Rico after tweeting that the CIA and the Mossad were after him. That happened on November 10th. Russian billionaire 53 is killed in a helicopter crash near Monaco in the latest crypto mystery death on November 29th after another passenger canceled at the last minute. Huh. Interesting. And then, of course, you had uh, the whole uh, recent one as well. Tishian Cullender dies unexpectedly aged 30. We hit through a digital millionaire uh, drowned in Puerto Rican beach. And it just keeps going. And then there's this. 
origins of COVID nineteen. Okay, so then there was that. Yeah, so that was pretty much it, man. All right, cool. I got through it all. Let me just check in and see anything breaking. American Spectator, Ronald Romney, Ronald Romney McDaniel must go. Indeed. Police frequency. Uh, dog has been rescued in the sinkhole. Excellent news. Yay. The dog has been rescued, everybody. Uh, new d- drug called Trank. Trank is worsening Philadelphia's already out-of-control drug program. Great. Zombie streets. That's nice. Uh, on-chain data shows potential bottom for Bitcoin, but macro heads headwinds remain. San Francisco backpedals on killer cop bots. Oh, you think? Uh, the final Boeing 747 rolls off the, the assembly line. Four takeaways from Senator Johnson's panel on COVID-19, and Senator Johnson's going to continue to get to the bottom of that. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richter attacks the Gateway Pundit in a meeting. Interesting. Let's see. <clears throat> I will check that out. Cloaked unseen. Thanks, man. Thanks, bro. Yeah, go check go check out Joe in about three minutes. Uh, he'll be launching over there. Average Joe Patriot on Rumble and here. I'm just checking in with breaking news here to see if there's anything else going on out there. Uh, Project Veritas stuff. That's about it. It looks like that is about it today. So there you go. That'll wrap it up for you guys today. So thank you guys for hanging out with me very much today. I appreciate you all. Be back here tomorrow. Let's see. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday. We'll see. Uh, I I'll be on with Red Pill at uh, noon tomorrow, so um, noon Central, 1 Eastern. So check me out over there on Red Pill Show tomorrow, and then uh, we'll figure out. We'll see what's going on tomorrow night. I'm looking for some – I want to spend some time on the rest of these Twitter leaks as soon as this shit ever comes off. So I'm kind of like, until that stuff drops, well, as soon as that stuff drops, we are going to do some live digs. So release it all, Elon, and let Anons go to town, man. Well, let's just get it all out there. Just do it, man. Everyone over there on the Fox, well, thank you all for being here today. I love you guys very, very much. Thanks for joining us, as always. Cloaked Unseen, thanks for the cookies today. I appreciate you, big time. Bitch Toria, Philly 369, Poipus Full, Sean Joe, Golden Lady, and Ohio Kimmy. All of the gold pills today. The scratch off has been released. Thank you for uh, MX Banker. Thank you for the uh, donation over there on Rumble today. I appreciate that very much. Much love to all you guys over there, as well as everyone over there on Twitch D Live, Tiger Network, Facebook, wherever you may be. Thank you for spending time with me today. I appreciate you all very much. Be back tomorrow. Like I said, check out Red Pill, noon tomorrow, <clears throat> Occam's Razor. Always a great time. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. See you guys tomorrow. Have a great evening hanging out with Joe. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.